0: Hey kids, welcome back to the next episode of the Incredible Kids Podcast. My name is Moritz Siri, and I will be your host through this incredible journey. We are going to meet many incredible kids. They are going to share with us their stories, some of them super cool and different like you've never heard before, and some you may say are just ordinary, but all of them incredible. If you have great ideas, email me today at iKidsPodcast at gmail.com. And now it's time for... Incredible Kids! It's time for the joke of the day. Yay! Today's joke is brought to you by Leia S from Waterbury, Connecticut.
1: Why did the banana go to the doctor? Cuz he wasn't peeling well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Incredible Kids podcast. It's been a very long time since I released an episode. Baruch Hashem, the Tehillim army has really, really taken over. For those of you who are part of the Tehillim army, who can come to the 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Tehillim Sundays and Thursdays, and say Tehillim at that time on the other nights of the week. It's really something special. If you don't know anything about the Tehillim army, then you should just check it out at incrediblekids.org. Make sure to spell incredible with a K at all times. And um, join us. There are at least 10,000 kids who are part of it. And I hope it just grows and grows and grows until Mashiach comes and this war is over and we can all rejoice together with David HaMelech and Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim I've been wanting to put this episode out for so long because I have these beautiful conversations and these beautiful ideas from two very special, incredible kids who I interviewed. I can't wait to share them with you. They're so important. Whether it's, you know, a topic that that you'll say, wow, that sounds like me or not. And every one of us has these kind of treats at different points in their life. So what's this topic? It's called talking about sensitive kids, highly sensitive people, or just people with, you know, a sensitive soul, a special neshama. It's something that I'm very, very into because a lot of times feelings can be very, very confusing. And especially if you're a person who feels feelings very strongly, it's not something that people talk about so much. Like, Why am I crying from this? Why am I so angry? Why do I feel so happy in this situation? Why does nobody else seem to care? So I decided to sit down with two very special sensitive kids and have these very beautiful real conversations with them and I can't wait for you to hear them and hear from you what you think about them. First, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Mosaica Press. Mosaica Press is a sponsor who's believed in us for so long already and we love their products. I love their products. My kids love their products. Their books. Books for kids, books for families, books for the adults. And we'll hear more about a very special book that is very appropriate for right now where it's almost part time. And if you wanna check out what they have on their website, remember that you can use our code KIDS18 for 18% off of mosaicopress.com. So what's extra, extra exciting about this episode for me personally is that my first interview is with my very own daughter, Ahuva. Ahuva decided this is a topic that she was comfortable speaking about and I'm so proud of her that she felt like she wants to share her own journey, her own life and what's deep inside of her heart and the way she feels so often. And hopefully this will help so many of us. And also, I'm excited to share with you my conversation with Ari. Ari is a very, very smart, insightful and sweet boy who you're going to hear all about as well after Ahuva's interview. And it's interesting how they have a lot of things that are similar about them, but we had very different kinds of conversations. And I'm excited for you to hear about my conversation with Ahuva and with Ari and separately. I personally gained so much for them. And it was exciting for me because I'm a very sensitive kind of person also. And a lot of the things that we talked about are things that I always felt my whole life, but I just never really schmoozed about it with anybody. So I hope these conversations are something that you listen to and you say, wow, I'm so happy that. I got to hear what they had to say because maybe that will help me in some way or maybe it will help a friend or maybe it will help somebody in my family. And it just makes us more accepting, caring people in general, just to even hear the way these kids are talking. We asked our listeners, what about the way Hashem made you makes you unique and special? Here's what they had to say.
1: Hi, my name is Leora. And my name is Gila, and what makes us unique is our special friendship. My name is Yossi, I'm 11 years old, and then I'm a Yid. I go to yiddish school, and I do mitzvahs. Hi, my name is Shandy, and I am 10 years old. And the way that Hashem made me unique and special is that I can draw really well. My name is Esti, I am 7 years old. Hashem makes everybody different from each other in their own special way. I'm 6 and a half years old. My name is Penny, and I always try to have so much succumb. Hi, my name is Am. I'm six years old. Hashem made me very good at washing dishes, so I could help my mother. And He made me very cute freckles. My name is Ashley. Esti- I'm seven years old. Hashem gave me tons of energy. More than most people, I try to turn their energy into serving Hashem through His Torah and mitzvahs. Hi, my name is Hani. I'm 11 years old. And I think something unique and special about me is that Hashem gave me the gift of feeling for others. Hi, my name is Judy. I'm 8 years old. And what makes me special and unique is is my geographical tongue. And... What is a geographical tongue? I'll tell you. It is a tongue with just lines on it. My name is Shia and I'm five. I'm special because I like to play piano. My name is Ruven. I'm 10 years old. The thing special about me is I only say good
0: things with my mouth. And now I present to you Ahuva Price from Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Ahuva. Welcome to Incredible Kids. I'm so happy you're on this podcast. Can you introduce yourself to all the kids out there? Hi,
1: I'm Ahuva. I'm eight years old and my favorite colors, pink and blue. And I love gym, like sports.
0: That's true. You are pretty athletic. So, Ahuva, fun fact, you're my yummy, delicious daughter. You've been begging me to be interviewed, and I finally saved this topic for you because you, since you were born, have always been a very special, sensitive girl. Do you even know what sensitive means?
1: Yeah, like you have a lot of feelings.
0: That's right. You have a lot of feelings. I mean, all people have feelings, but you really, really feel your feelings.
1: Right. Ah, but have you ever felt like this?
0: Would you say you're the kind of person that's like, A little sensitive, medium sensitive, or like highly sensitive? Medium. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Do you think being that way, like the kind of person who feels your feelings, is a good thing or not a good thing? It's kind of both. Makes sense. Like anything. Hashem gave us certain tools in our life and certain things about our personality. And we have to learn how to use these different things because they could be a gift. They really are a gift if we use them the right way. So... Ahuva, a lot of times sensitive people do a lot of chasad. Right. Do you feel like that's the case for you? Yeah. You know, chasad means like you see something that needs to be done for another person and you jump to do it because you care. Right. Because you care. Obviously, it's also a mitzvah to do chasad, but like you still need to first have the feeling. If you don't have the feeling, then how do you even know what to do? So since you're so sensitive... You right away see a need to do something for someone
2: else.
0: Can you give an example of something that you might do like that?
1: When someone gets hurt, I run to them and say, Are you okay?
0: Beautiful. Just like in everyday life, in school, in camp, mm-hmm. at home. Right. Sometimes when somebody is very sensitive, They don't really, like, know what to do with the feeling because it's so strong sometimes. So sometimes if somebody, like, let's say they're sensitive and they see someone else get hurt, sometimes they feel so strong about seeing something happen to someone else that something weird happens. Do you know what that is? No. That instead of feeling like, instead of doing that, like, running over and helping, sometimes they start to laugh and, like, giggle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) does that ever happen to you yeah but like why i don't really know but you know what i mean because you feel so strong that it almost feels like weird to feel that way do you think that laughing is real laughing or it's just like a fake laugh
1: uh for me it's a fake laugh sometimes
0: where do you think the fake laugh comes from like why would it be appropriate to laugh then
1: it's not really appropriate to laugh but sometimes you just laugh
0: Like, you almost don't know what to do with the feeling because, like, Like it's almost like, why do I feel so strong? So I'm just going to laugh. I feel like that happens in school sometimes, that people that are so sensitive, sometimes things happen in school and they end up being silly. But they don't really want to be silly. It's just something that they do because they don't know what to do with all their emotions.
1: That's what happens to me sometimes.
0: Do you feel like people understand it when that happens to you?
1: Kind of.
0: What do you mean? Like, they don't usually understand me, but. Do you think teachers understand that? Yeah. That's amazing. But you could see how it could get confusing, though, because some, like sometimes if the teacher doesn't know you so well, like a substitute, they might think that you're, like, trying to, like, make trouble. But really, like, it's part of your reaction. Right. Right. So part of what a highly sensitive person needs to do is learn how to embrace those feelings. So when they start to feel a strong feeling... They could actually know that it's okay and it's normal, and they can learn what to do with those feelings. Right. Do you know a lot about emotions and feelings? Are there any things that sometimes make you feel like too many feelings all at the same time?
1: Uh, not usually, but sometimes.
0: When you're in a room and there's like a ton of noise around you, how do you feel?
1: Sometimes really annoyed, and sometimes like I just start screaming
0: sometimes. Right. Like, what's your right-of-way reaction?
1: Like, I scream, stop it.
0: By the way, you know that's something that highly sensitive people have in common. They don't like loud noises. What
1: about clothing?
0: When you go clothing shopping?
1: I'm very do you, like, picky.
0: Any- <laughs> what are you picky about?
1: My clothes I wear. Because I don't really like certain clothes.
0: But why? Like, which type of clothing are the worst?
1: Um, like, certain dresses that I don't really like. I have, like, weird things on
0: it. What about the material?
1: Well, if it's itchy, I will not get it. But if it's a kind of itchy, I will maybe get it.
0: Right. Isn't that interesting that Hashem made it, that highly sensitive people that feel strongly like with their heart, they also are sensitive to touch and to hearing. So all of your senses are connected.
2: Five, four, three, two, one.
0: So a lot of times, and it's not always true for everybody, but a lot of times, people who feel very strongly about things, it's called sensory. They have sensory things, so we do something with them. So, Ahuva, tell, tell everybody like what you do to help you with like your sensory needs. That like sometimes it helps you to do other things with your hands and your body so that you don't feel that way all the time and get bothered by noises and things that you touch.
1: I like like fidgets and like running around so that sometimes helps
0: me that's awesome and what about like squeezing like do you like being squeezed yeah yeah because it's called sensory input when it's like you like sque- you know your body's squeezed or you got like a good massage right like that could actually like release a lot of those feelings and it can make you mm-hmm. feel better about everything right right remember in the first episode of incredible kids yehudas told us about her wobble cushion.
1: Yep.
0: What do we do after that?
1: I got one. It helps me concentrate in class.
0: Yeah, and luckily your mower was very on board with it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And she said
0: if it helps you and it, and it doesn't distract you. Right. This way you're able to bounce a little bit while you learn. And wobble. Okay, so now we're going to talk about when being this highly sensitive personality could be really challenging. Could you tell everybody about the hardest part of having such strong feelings? Tell me the hardest thing about it.
1: In the night, I
0: have a ton of nightmares. hmm What do we call those feelings? Worries. Are the worries only at night? Not always. Right. What makes you more worried? Like, do you feel like there are certain things that, like, people talk about that make you more worried than other kids?
1: Yeah. When they talk about wars.
0: hmm How does it make you feel? Really scared. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that help you when you're feeling this way? Because I think that you're not alone. I think there's lots of kids who've got worried about all sorts of things. Some of them maybe get super worried and have nightmares, and some of them might just feel that way once in a while. But I think, Ahuva, you are a kid that really learned how to deal with those worries, and you're still working on it. So tell us what's working for you. Like, what are some things that you've learned that could maybe help other kids?
1: Um, You should, like... Pretend like you're kicking away your worries and that kind of helped me. Mm-hmm. hoo ya! hoo ya! hoo Or like, before I go to sleep, I sometimes, like, I, like, do a little exercise to help me not have worries.
0: What kind of exercise?
1: I stretch my body.
0: Like, I stretch... Is that stretched. something you thought of by yourself? Yeah. Hmm. Ahuva, remember we read that book together about what to do with your worries? We yeah. did a workbook together. Tell everybody about some of the things that we practiced.
1: Um, you draw the spots where you have worries from.
0: Right. Like there was like a diagram of a person's body and you like circled the parts of your body that are affected by worries. What were the parts of the body that were for you were were worry parts, like parts of your body that bother you when you're worried?
1: My stomach and my head.
0: Because you would get stomach aches and headaches.
1: Right.
0: And just knowing that those body parts were bothering you because of your worries already made the worries start to shrink.
1: Yeah.
0: Because you know that you're safe. Right. We also talked about the worry monster. Remember that?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who's the worry monster? We got to draw one. Right. We got to draw the worry monster. And then we said that every time these little worries come to your brain about being worried about this and being worried about that and all the different things that are on your mind when you're trying to fall asleep or when you're trying to do whatever you're trying to do, you can talk to the worry monster. And what can you say to him?
1: Like, get away. Like, don't come back again.
0: But this was a very important piece. We talked about how there should be worry time because you don't want to just squash it away that it never comes because then it could really bother you. You want to tell it, stop, I don't have time for you right now. Come back at a certain time. And then we had, like, how long was it? Do you remember how long it was? I think it was, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, something like that.
1: We called it a worry time.
0: Yeah, and what do we do during worry time?
1: We would read stuff, and in every chapter, there's, like, one or two things
0: you, you fill in. Right, and then we would talk about your worries. Right. Like, that was the time that you're allowed to, like, fetch and complain and talk about all of your fears and worries. And when 10 minutes are up, I
1: then go we,
0: tell, we go to sleep and we tell the worry monster to Get go away. blow your nose. <laughs> Get away. And then we even drew pictures like that. Like, go away, worry monster. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Those were some like really good like tips and tricks. But now that you have a mic that's talking to thousands of kids, Ahuva, what are you going to tell everybody? What what if there's kids who, like you, like, you know, have normal worries, think about things a lot. Maybe they cry easily. They get scared easily. What advice can you give to those kids?
1: Hashem is always with you. And you shouldn't be scared because the worry monster will get away. It won't stay with you for the rest of your life. Right. I know you will protect me. I know you will me. I know that I am never
2: alone.
0: And when the worry monster creeps in, should you be scared of the worry monster? No. No, why not? Cause you're stronger than him. That's right. And you have the power to say, no, not right now. Ain't nobody got time for that right now, right? I got this. I got this.
1: Ain't nobody got time for
0: that. And then what ends up happening is that you end up having more control, more power, and more confidence every single day in all the choices that you make.
1: Also, you get more confident every time he tries making you worried.
0: Is that how you feel? Yeah. That's so cool. You feel your your muscles, you feel your inner muscles getting stronger, right? Right. It's a way it's a way of stretching your brain. Mhm. Totally. And now let me just ask you Ahuva like, yeah, what are some things that make you feel really happy and comfortable because you have a lot of feelings?
1: Um, when I get to like snuggle with a stuffy or someone.
0: Mhm. Right. Because again, highly sensitive people, if you feel those feelings, then you could feel love, you can feel warmth, you could feel happiness. Like sometimes when you're watching a video that's emotional, you'll even cry. Does mm-hmm. that ever happen to you? Yeah. Like what happens when you're, when you're listening to a Parsha story? Is there a certain part of the Parsha that makes you like get chills? Uh,
1: sometimes when like they took
0: away, you're safe. Mm. How did you feel about that when you learned that? I get, like, chills. And then how like about when they have it? a reunion again? And I get happy. Yeah. Now, Ahuva, remember when I taught you in kindergarten? Yeah. I remember when I used to teach Parsha, and you were in my class, and you were my student? Like, we both would, like, cry from the same stuff, remember? Right. Like, I would be teaching about, like, parshaw or, or Purim story or anything. Yeah, and, like, we would. Look-
1: at the perm story, you were bawling.
0: Really? Which part?
1: When you read, like, that they're gonna take. Haman's gonna. gonna kill all the Jews. You started bawling.
0: But then we sang the Joey Newcomb song. Remember we sang You Fall Down, yeah. You Get Back Up?
2: Well, why would it say the word Sadr after it says the word Nibu? You're at Sadr
1: after you fall? Because he knows become
2: He keeps on getting up again Again and again He never gives up So he remain the Tzaddin You remain
1: the Tzaddin
0: we sang it then and then like about we could do tshuva right and yeah, yeah. even though even though the jews did such bad stuff at the time they did true tshuva and they picked themselves back up and they remained at tzaddik and then everything turned around and like then we were so happy remember like me and you we were like winking at each other
1: yeah we could do tshuva we could do chuva.
0: I loved being your Mora. That was so fun. mm mm-hmm. Ahuva, any parting thoughts, things that something you want to end off with? I have something to say. Okay. I'm hungry. What? I'm hungry. Okay, let's go eat lunch, okay? Okay. Thank you for bye. coming on, Ahuva. Bye. bye. Thank you for having Anytime, anytime. Okay, bye. Okay, today I am here to tell you about a new book from Mosaic Press. It's called The King's Horse. Now, I read this book cover to cover over Shabbos. It's a book that's totally designed for kids, not scary at all, goes through the whole Purim story, but get this, from the perspective of Achashverosh's horse. So like, I don't know about you, but when I was little, I loved reading like, chapter books about like horses and, and like girls with horses and riding horses. But this is actually in the context of the perm story. And it's such a creative twist on how to explain the details. It has a little bit of imagination involved. It's maybe not exactly the way the perm story was, but you'll see the parts that you're familiar with. Oh my gosh, I know what's going to happen next because it's this perm story, but from the horse. I really enjoyed reading it. I think it's the type of thing like the chapters are broken down. Early reader can definitely get through this book and read it and be interested. Or you could just like read it as a family, as like story time, you know, one chapter a night. That's probably what I would do. And it even has like the Torah Umisora seal of approval. When I was a teacher, I always told my students, if you see a golden seal on a book at the library, then you know that it's like, I don't know, like the Caldecott medal. Like, oh my gosh, that's a really good book. So this book literally has the Torah Umisora seal of approval on it. That means it's really good, obviously. And really, it was an enjoyable book to read. It was cute. It made me laugh and smile at many, many different points of it. So go check out The King's Horse, a Perm story by Leia Sokol and illustrated by Joni Aliza Baroda. I always like to give credit where credit is due. Mosaicapress.com. Grab it now with everything else on the site with our code KIDS18 for 18% off. And go check it out and buy it now because Perm's coming really soon and will be a great book to get you into the perm spirit. And now get ready to hear my conversation together with Ari Arking from Brooklyn, New York. Hi, Ari. Welcome to Incredible Kids Podcast. Thank you. Ari, how about you introduce yourself to all our listeners? Okay. I'm
2: Ari Arking. Um,
0: I'm 12 years old.
2: I live in in Brooklyn. I'm in seventh grade. Seventh grade is
0: a big age. It's like Mm -hmm. a very, mm -hmm, like you're really becoming an adult, right? Yeah. Today, I invited you onto the podcast. First of all, just to schmooze, but also for a very specific reason. And um, I was looking to interview somebody who...
2: You are special. You are special. You are special at your level. You are special at your level.
0: It's very special you know um but not just any kind of special i really have a very big interest in kids who are very much like a kid but in some ways have something more sophisticated about them and something about them that stands out from everyone else and that something is a way of being that we call sensitive having a certain level of sensitivity do you know like what that means like how would you explain Mm -hmm.
2: that um so what it means to be sensitive?
0: Yeah, like how would you explain yeah. that? If you told somebody like, yeah, I'm just more sensitive, like what does that mean?
2: It means like, um, I guess I'm very in tune to my feelings and
0: you know, other people are feeling. I love the way you said in tune. That's such a, such a nice way of saying it. In tune to the way that you're feeling. That's like a sensitive person. Today, we're going to talk about how being a sensitive person is for you. Like, how is that? How does that feel? How does it feel to be a person who feels, you know? It comes yeah. with a lot of great things And it comes with plenty of things That are probably challenging What do you say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Definitely
2: When there's a test on my plate It's up to me to choose to say I'm gonna face it and
0: embrace it So let's start from the beginning. Like, what are some things that you care a lot about that like other kids don't really like understand why you care so much?
2: Um. So I would say like I'm very in tune to my feelings and how other people
0: are feeling. Give me an example of something that you care a lot about. Like what do you have strong feelings about that maybe other people are like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, not a big deal. But for you, it's a big deal.
2: If I hear like... Uh, a scary story or something or other people having our times then I guess I feel it more
0: you feel like it's happening to you
2: yeah basically I feel
0: them like so for example if you hear like a scary story about like a robber like you mm-hmm. got scared like you're like oh my gosh like it shakes you yeah. up differently mm-hmm right yeah. Could you share a time when being sensitive and feeling and caring so much about something was hard for you? And like, I mm-hmm. guess, like what you did in that situation. Is there a certain time that stands out for you, like when it was really hard to be that way?
2: Uh, yeah. I was in fourth grade. I brought in custard donuts because it was my favorite flavor. I was giving it out, and like was it your half birthday? the kids, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Like half, <laughs> like half the kids didn't take because they didn't like custard. I was feeling, like, bad inside, thinking that I should have brought a different flavor that most people liked. I had around 10 leftovers. So my rabbi said, why don't you give it to the other Rebbies?
0: Because the Rebbe, I'm yeah. like custard. That's <laughs> <cute. Yeah. laughs>
2: So my friend, Meyer, joined me when I was offering it to them. He noticed I was, like, feeling disappointed. And I'll never forget when he said, custard donuts are the best. You get the donut and the custard in too. Big shout out to my friend, Mayer who really cheered me
0: up. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Basically, you you had these donuts for your birthday and you were like probably mm-hmm. so excited to give them out to your friends. Were you worried at all that maybe they wouldn't like custard or you didn't even think about that?
2: I don't know. I didn't really. I was like, like I thought it's a
0: thing that most people like. But then yeah. when you saw no one was taking them, like you really took it to heart. You were like, yeah. you were so let down. Yeah. I'm imagining like um like Boston cream pie donut. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. As long as it's not jelly, I'm not a jelly donut person. I can't do jelly donuts, but custard is different. Good custard donut could be a very delicious option. So in yeah. the end, having a good friend, like whoever this mayor is, that just got a great shout out. um yeah. having, It sounds like having a good friend was very meaningful to you. Yeah. Do you no like are your friends very special to you? Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Is this kind of personality, like this kind of being sensitive kind of personality, is it like something that other people in your family have? Is it like in your genes? Or is it just you? Uh,
2: uh, I don't think so. I think it's just me. Really?
0: Like your brothers and sisters, they're not like that kind of, they're like different personalities like that? Um, No, not really. It's so interesting because I think I'm a pretty sensitive person. Like I have a lot of the same feelings that you're describing especially when I was a kid and even now it stays with you your whole life it's not like it's just who you are you know but i definitely have a lot of sensitive people in my family like it's interesting i think it, i think a lot of it's in the genes and then also a lot of it is just the way you are and the way your environment and everything but it's interesting when you notice that so when you're with your friends and family do you feel like they understand your needs or like do you feel like people just roll their eyes like why do you care so much so
2: i think that most of the time um, people understand, but there are definitely times when like, like people are like, rolling their eyes like, like what do you mean? And like whatever, they can't understand.
0: Right, right. If your like, teacher is saying a story that's making you uncomfortable, or if uh, you're watching a video and, you, and it's making you feel a certain way, do you like run out of the room and cover your ears? Like, How do you deal with that?
2: Um, I don't know. I, um, what calms me down? I guess yeah. Yeah, I enjoy like art and music very much. I think it helps me express my feelings. 2 years ago, before Tishuv, I was feeling like the sadness of the nine days. Mm-hmm. So I I drew
0: a picture. Hold of, on. 2 uh, years ago you were 10 years old. Yeah wow so okay th- so most 10 yeah. year olds are not necessarily thinking about the sadness of the nine days all day long mm-hmm. like yeah. did you feel like that was already interesting um yeah okay um so i drew like a picture of
2: myself like mourning in front of uh um in front of the basement on <laughs> That definitely really showed how um how I was feeling, and um i i love I really enjoy music and um yeah, tell me certain, about it, yeah, there's certain songs that like really connect to me, and I could play them during uh, hard times like certain songs mm-hmm. really talk to me and give me music, so I like, got say there's um. Like Yodati by Baruch Havin and like Tati, What's my king. Yodati by Baruch Havin. Oh, Yodati, yeah. Yeah. Master of heaven and earth, Yodati, I know That I am in your hands, Hashem, just your hands
0: alone, all alone
2: And there's also like Tati, my king, for mm I was told to speak to you, Hashem.
0: Like, is it the tune that you like, or is it the words, or is it both? Um, both, both, yeah.
2: Um, I, so, yeah, it gives, it gives me a lot of chizuk. those, like, um, listening to music. I love that. Music.
0: That's so beautiful. Tati, my king, happens to be a very, very beautiful song. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. tune and beautiful words. What, which words in Tati, my king, like, make you feel... Secure and like happy and safe and calm. Um
2: I will I, I think um the the chorus, I would say like the chorus, like like um the whole chorus, father I plead, don't let go of me, like all the whole chorus definitely uh connects. I need my
0: Well, and you're thinking about Hashem because the Tati yeah. in the song is mm-hmm. Hashem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Wow, I, w- I do think that us Jews are so lucky that like Hashem obviously you know is runs the world. Hashem gave us a Torah. Hashem chose the Jewish people as His chosen nation. But Hashem also is there for us when we have feelings, you know? Yeah. And it's really important to remember that. So like. If you feel connected to Hashem in happy times and in sad times, you're so smart because it's there, for, he's there for you. That's what he's like. Right. We need to realize that when we say that Hashem loves us more than even our parents love us. It doesn't even make sense to us. Because like, what do you mean? Of course, our parents love us, right? Right. Hashem loves us even more. That means that at any moment, we could be alone. We could be feeling sad, happy. Like I said, all of the feelings. And we could be feeling stage fright. Mm -hmm. And we could be feeling nervous. And any feelings. And if you feel like you can talk to Hashem and sing out to Him and feel with Him and think about Tati, my king, then you're in a very good place, Ari. Yeah. It's really, really amazing, and I hope kids listening could do the same because that's really, really beautiful. Um, how do you think, like caring about others, like all this, like all these different feelings that you have, um, do they like help you understand how other people feel, like in different situations? Right. So because I'm in tune
2: to feelings, like I naturally, I care about and worry when someone's feeling down or needs help in a situation.
0: Hmm. Wow, so you're like the dependable friend, like you're always just looking out. Mm-hmm. mostly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah please still remember that you're you're just human, right? um yeah, now, heaven city now, so ari i will i i I'm thinking that like right now, there's a lot of like news going on right like a lot yeah. of like stuff about israel and um about jewish people and about maybe people who don't like the jews so much or whatever and and we know it's going to be okay mercy shem it's all going to be good but like hearing all of this stuff and hearing people talk about like the war and all these things like how does that work out for you because i can't imagine that you take that easily
2: right um so since october 7th i feel like the world has come like a different place for it's sure. Like almost like I think I think like but but before October seventh and like how it changed so much so quickly. Um, I actually want to give a shout out to my brother <laughs> Yomi. He's learning in Waterbury, and uh, yeah, he g- gave me the opportunity to become part of the Waterbury family.
0: How's that, so, dude? How's the, no, but it's like how's that? How are you oh, part of the Waterbury family?
2: Uh, I know them. I listen to them. I.
0: I'm uh, saying you're in Brooklyn. How do you, like, you went to the yeshiva? Oh.
2: No, no, no. Like, not, like, physically, whatever. I, I um, and, uh, like a waterberry yeah, wannabe? From- <laughs> 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 right. Right, yeah. And a lot of them are in, live in Brooklyn. So, yeah. And in Shabbos, mm-hmm. I see them. So, yeah, I was listening to Rabbi to share. That each one has unique and interesting gifts, and we need them all. And he said... Our worries cause us to follow the news. Mm. To see what's like going to happen. But like we know that like no matter what kind of threats the Jews are facing, we know that Hashem is really the one in charge. Mm. And it will only have to do with like what Hashem has in plan. And the main thing to work on is achdos and davening for Israel. Yeah, that really helped me to stop following what's happening.
0: Wow. So you listen to her I can't believe you listened to Rabbi Kalish's as and that's so beautiful. Does he know this? Um, yeah. Rabbi Kalish is a very, very wise man and a big tzaddik. and mm-hmm. and and it's true. It's a hundred percent true that sometimes when you're so caught up in hearing and hearing and you know, you just I told this to my own kids that when after October 7th and people went back to school afterwards, I said, you're going to hear people talking in school and sometimes other kids are not so sensitive, right? And they say things like they they say scary things and details that you might not be comfortable hearing and you shouldn't be hearing about. And you need to just say to them, like, guys, do you mind not talking about that? Because I'm trying not to get all those details. I said, and if you say that, you're really protecting yourself. You don't have to be embarrassed to say that, you know, and anytime in life, anytime your friends are telling you scary stories or things that you're not comfortable with, there's a lot of things that people say that are not the right thing to say, even if it's Lush and Hara.
1: Lush and Hara.
0: If you don't want to speak it, I'll let you in on a little secret. Take two fingers and put them in your ears. I can hear. I can hear. That's right, dear. Or if it's something inappropriate, if you're comfortable with yourself, you can say, please don't talk to me about that right now. And and mm. and, and then you could still be friends, you know, because you're really yeah. just remembering like what you said or what Kalish said. It's not important. It's not going to help you. It's just going to make you have like anxiety. And and that's not what Hashem wants from you right now. Right? Mm. So you really see the world in like a whole different way. It's really incredible with a K. (laughs) I know that there's other kids like you though, Ari. Even if they're not exactly like you, we're all all different from each other. But a lot of us do have these qualities. Maybe at certain times, some of us are more sensitive than others. But like for a kid who is... Similar to you and has a lot of like overwhelming feelings. What would you say? What, because you're already 12 and a lot of our listeners are younger than you or whatever. What advice can you right. give to other kids who have similar feelings like you?
2: Right. Um, my advice to kids out there like me first of all, do not follow what's going to happen. It's always like the main thing. It, mm-hmm. it can really make you very scared. So the big following comfort, the news. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I said before, the biggest comfort's knowing that Hashem loves us and is the one in charge. Focus on davening and achdus, but also mm. look for those singers and songs that really connect to you and play them when when you're feeling sad mm. or scared. Also, read, listen to lessons about Imuna. That that really changed me. And yeah, um, appreciate the person you are. The sensitivity that we have is a gift from Hashem and it's going to help us fulfill our mission in life and help others.
0: Wow, so let's wow.
2: Always look out there and see how we can contribute to the world. A lot of chesed and organizations began from caring and sensitive people like me and
0: you. That's so true. That's so true. I think <laughs> that if you use those feelings of sensitivity, like sometimes the sensitive feelings... Hold you back because it makes you scared, but if you right. persevere and you embrace it and say that's okay, I could feel that way, but I can still accomplish. You can be the next huge doer in the world, right? Uh, yeah. Can you tell me more about this Amuna? What what Amuna do you recommend? What Amuna learning Amuna?
2: Um. So the one that that I read and listened to was Rabbi David Asher living Amuna. Mm-hmm. Um. So I went to his classes some of them in person, but most of them online. Are they for kids? He has kids books.
0: I know, but his Uh, classes, aren't they for adults? Oh, he has, he has both. And learning about Amuna helps you on an everyday basis because it becomes part of the way you think, right? Yeah. It It becomes part of you for life. That is so, so special. Ari, you should be very proud of yourself that you're so articulate and you're able to tell us so comfortably about yourself. Like, can I ask you a weird thing. Like, are you nervous yeah. right now to be doing this? Does this make you nervous?
2: Definitely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how real you are though. That's so awesome. Like, you know, um, I do this the Hillam Army now and it's live and there's lots of people listening and it's live. So I can't even edit what I'm saying, right? I'm saying it all the yeah. time. And I get nervous every single time every single time I get nervous. But I think it's okay. And I think it's good because it it makes you take it very seriously. Take the choices that you make and the jobs that you have. Ari, what's in your future? What do you dream about?
2: I dream about doing something big with the sensitivity that I
0: have. Any spoiler alerts or it's a secret? (laughs) Uh, I don't know yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just keep Keep your eyes open wide. Stay like that. Stay curious about life. And the right things will just come your way. And keep being in tune to your feelings. And when you feel the way you're feeling, it's okay. Acknowledge it and notice when you need a break and notice when you need to play your music or do your art or speak to somebody, right? I feel like you're the kind of kid that knows how to speak to a trusted adult when you have a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really important for everybody. But being comfortable with talking about your feelings, you're already winning so big. You're winning huge. You said something before. I know your mother mentioned something to me about something your family took on.
2: So during Corona, it was very difficult for everyone. Yeah. I worried for like the safety of my grandparents and older people. Mm -hmm. Um, I also thought about how lonely all of them probably are. Mm -hmm. So my siblings and I started a project called Heart to Heart. Heart to um, heart. Go, yeah. Cute. We got kids to volunteer, call their heart to heart mate, which is the older person, um, in the beginning of the week and again on Friday to wish them a good Shabbos. Wow. This helped them feel good and also helped us feel good because we were helping them. Wow.
0: That is so beautiful. And this lasted for how long?
2: This lasted for a few weeks or months.
0: Wow. So this was during COVID. when Everybody was locked into during their COVID, houses. yeah. And- Wow, that's amazing because you also were worried about them. So it made you think. See, if you weren't Mm -hmm. sensitive like that, if you didn't know how to think about others and automatically feel that way, who knows if you would have noticed the need to do that, Mm -hmm. right? That is such a beautiful example of how being sensitive could drive you to do huge chesed. It's really special. Well, Ari, it was such a pleasure schmoozing with you and learning from you. And I really enjoyed hosting you here on the Incredible Kids podcast. I just hope that everybody's listening well. And you are so mature and grown up and it's it's like it's a stress to have you here. Really, really. And I can't wait to I can't wait to see where your dreams take you. Thank you. And now it's time for homework. Oh come on, not that kind. Okay, so I thought long and hard about How this homework is going to help everybody. I'm going to make it into two parts, okay? Part one. Part one is like this. If you're the kind of person who is highly sensitive or even medium sensitive, like Ahuva said in the beginning, she's medium sensitive. So then when you're starting to feel like a strong feeling, any anger, sadness, happiness, confusion, whatever... It could be in school, at home, and you almost feel like being silly. You know how like the sensitive kids are often like called troublemakers, but really like they don't mean to make trouble. They just don't know what to do with their feelings. Stop and think. Let me feel my feelings. Literally, I know that sounds crazy. Just let me feel my feelings. How's this going for me right now? Let me take deep breaths. Maybe I need help. Maybe I need someone to guide me. Maybe I need something to do with my hands, right? So that's one part of it. And just stop and think. Stop and think and see where that takes you. The other thing I was going to say is if you're the kind of person that doesn't really feel that way so much and you don't really feel so much toward other people or situations and you don't know what to do, it kind of feels weird when you see someone else going through something because you don't really understand how they're feeling. Take a minute to approach that person and listen to them and ask them questions. Are you okay? How are you feeling? And in what way can I make it better for you? And if you don't understand it yourself, maybe they can help you understand them better. And in this way, you're becoming more sensitive And you're actually training yourself to know how to do this again in the future. Oh, when somebody looks like that, they might want me to do this. And you figure out what that's like. And of course, in these interactions that you have, in this homework, if you have anything to share with me, please reach out and send me an email at ikidspodcast at gmail.com and let me know how this goes for you. It's like a little challenge for yourself. And I hope that we can all work to become people who care truly about one another because a yid, deep down, we all have that. It's one of our traits that we have really from like Avraham Avinu of just being sensitive and caring and kind. It's in our blood. We just need to find it somewhere within ourselves. And some of us have it the opposite. So we're all going to work to find that like really good balance. And Hashem should give us all strength because it's not an easy thing. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. And I love talking to you on this podcast, but I also love when you talk back to me. So let me know what you have to say. And I can't wait to share more podcast episodes with you pretty soon in the future. Bye. Have a great day. Are you
1: an incredible kid? Send your story to iKidsPodcast at gmail.com.
0: Subscribe today to the Incredible Kids Podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, you are all... Incredible kids!